When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Hey, hats off to somebody with KVU or, or uh, TxDOT because they just showed a live video. There's a car that's hauling ass down Mopac. I mean, it's moving. I would say be careful. Even if that inconsiderate sir or madam I mentioned earlier happens to work for the state, it's, uh, you know, drive yeah. at your own risk. Uh, uh, we're watching a live shot with uh, Brad Wheelis, who used to work for us at the other place, well, left us to go work at uh, – Text dot and he does a great job over there at text dot but so he was talking about how 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 slick it is out there i would say to you it's slicker if you're walking than driving only because of my missteps in the last hour when i got here slipped and fell on my rear end on the took us coming in so no big deal <laughs> went out during the break to get my laptop out of there slipped and fell not once but twice once going out to the truck the other coming back in uh, banged up uh, the elbow a little bit. It's all right. Nothing structurally long, just sore, thanks to our producer, Cam Parker, retrieving a couple of ibuprofens for me, and it feels better already. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 an issue. <laughs> uh, somebody said, dang, Craig, I thought I was hearing Chris Hemsworth doing an interview. <laughs> Crikey, somebody else said as well. Uh, and then somebody else said, come on, Craig, it's a bad coaching mistake. Walk slower. I was barely moving. It just, it's just a slick, it's that old, uh, like it'd be black ice, but it wasn't, it was just slick ice because I was aware that I'd already fallen once. First time I didn't see it. Um, the second and third time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway. um, Hey, real quick. I just want to, uh, make a point known. Cause I told the great Mark Rosner, I would talk about this today. Yes. I ran into Roz last night before the game in the uh, the fruit line last night. Okay, let's let's explain let's explain a couple of things. First of all, Mark Rosner, long long time for many years was uh, a beat writer for the Austin American Statesman. Now uh, does what AP? AP yes, yeah, uh, works for AP, and uh, Roz has been around it, and uh, probably I would say for the media sorts, as I've heard. Dave Bless, when he was coaching at SMU, once referred to media as media sorts. We could refer to Dave Bless in a number of ways. How about that? Um, Mark Rosner probably as basketball savvy and knows the game about as well as just about anybody. 100%. uh, Knows the game really, really well. 
So Roz, I'm getting some fruit last night, and I jokingly said, "I say, hey, Roz, save some fruit for me, because you know Roz, Roz takes care of himself. He, he does. He and healthy. the fruit, by the way, would be in the media dining room, yeah. which we've talked about, which which basically has whittled it down to four basic choices <laughs> for in a rotation. There's either the hot dogs, mm. there's these chicken sliders, and then uh, what we had last night is what's normally there, which is kind of a southwestern kind of buffet. I, just, I go straight I go straight to the deli line. Yeah, they, they have a deli me, table, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But the, the thing that bothered me last night, they ran out of plasticware. There was a whole parcel of us, <laughs> and I, I poked my head in the kitchen and said, can we get some, like, plaster? Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Waited a bit. But uh, you were talking about the fruit. Yeah, so Ross is loading up on fruit. I jokingly said, I was like, hey, Ross, save me some fruit while I'm making a sandwich. And he said, uh, he said, you know, maybe you and Craig should talk about, uh, you know, fruit on, on the show instead of, you know, burgers and stuff. So I'll let Ross know I did load up on fruit last night. The honeydew was excellent. Because, you know, in the wintertime, fruit, like especially melon-based mm-hmm. fruit, can be kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, the watermelon was okay, not very flavorful, but the honeydew last night was, was on point. Well, that's good. See, here's here's the reason why. And if, Roz, if you're listening, here's the reason why I haven't gotten into it more. I hate melons. I don't like melon. I don't eat watermelon. I don't eat cantaloupe. Honeydew melon. What the hell's wrong with you? Honey, just never liked it. Really? That was from the time I was a little kid. Never liked watermelon. Didn't like the seeds. Didn't like the. Kind of had a weird off taste to like, me. Same thing okay. with cantaloupe. Just never liked oh. it. Never liked it. And people say, "What's so juicy? It's so ju-. yeah." Lots of fruits are juicy. So like me with peanut butter. That's you with with fruit. Just, with just with can. not fruit. Melon. Melons. Okay. Okay. By the way, uh, you were just in. In uh, Myrtle Beach for my wedding last mm-hmm. summer, did you see the knockoff uh, version of Hooters down there called Melons? <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. I didn't see it. There's a knockoff place down there. It's a it's a it's a Hooters knockoff. There's it's a called- tight ends in Houston, right? Tight ends. <laughs> is, that, is that their their uh, their knockoff of uh, of uh, what am I thinking? Uh, uh, gosh, not Tilted Kill because they went out of Twin the, Peaks. Yeah. Twin Peaks, yeah. Is I, I guess so. I did, I did not go in. I just saw tight ends. And I, I saw a few waitresses walking around. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, melons, like watermelon, cantaloupe. Never liked it. Honeydew melon, I can take in small amounts because it doesn't have quite that taste of the others, and I don't have to worry about seeds or any of that other stuff. But by and large, I really don't like melon. Now, other fruits, absolutely. I, I love blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, obviously bananas, um, pineapple. Love pineapple. Um, so I like all of those berries. Grapes, like those. Oranges, uh, tangerines. I like all that stuff. Okay. I, yeah, like it and eat it and all that kind of stuff. Where, where, you, where do you stand on the white flesh peach? I like peaches, so I'm okay with that. I'm a big fan of the white flesh I'm peach. I'm all right with that, yeah. Yeah, like peaches, pears, love pears. You know, I, I really do. A, a, a good pear. Just a good Bartlett pear. Yeah, love those. Uh, a golden delicious apple. Love all of that fruit. Just not melons. Just not my thing on melons. Right. Yeah, that's 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 where to, I am to with that. To each their own. Yeah, but yeah. I love, so I loaded up on Yeah, the, uh, you don't like peanut myself. butter? Uh, Linda doesn't eat peanut butter. She's allergic to peanuts. She has a peanut allergy. That's right, yep. So she she can't eat, eat she even cannot eat M and M's because 
you know, I, I didn't know this. You know, obviously peanut M&Ms, they have peanuts in them, obviously. But she says that they're, even though it's not listed, I showed her because I really like plain M&Ms. I've always liked plain M&Ms. And she won't eat those because she said some of it can kind of be mixed in with some peanut oil in the manufacturing of it. So she's had to be careful about that. So Jeff says, snozberries. Snozberries! Remember that from Willy Wonka? So... <laughs> So, uh, somebody said, I've been listening to you for years. I'm exact. I'm 61. I'm exactly like you are. Can't stand watermelon or cantaloupe or any of that kind of stuff. So snozberries taste like snozberries. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, kiwi is a no go either. Uh, actually I've had kiwi fruit. It's I'm about with that. Like I am with honeydew. I'm okay with that. I can, I can. Eat some of it because it has a little bit different taste. It doesn't t- watermelon and cantaloupe taste very similar to me. Where do you stand on the pluot? Do you ever had a pluot? No, it's a plum apricot hybrid. Okay, I don't like plums and I don't like apricots, so that would well, that would take yeah, them so, off so the you're, list. You're out totally. You know, Rick Barnes and I were talking the other day when the, about the, the things how he liked the West Virginia hot dogs we were talking about, and the other yeah. thing he loved was the August pies, those fried pies. You've been out to Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Covered a basketball game, you know, where they had those those pies, those fried pies, and they're really good. And they had them for years and years in the media room. And Brian Davis, who of course worked for the Statesman, now works for the university, used to do a great impersonation of Jack Dale, the late great play-by-play voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders from Brian's days of covering the Red Raiders. He says, Brian, have you ever tried an August pie? <laughs> so uh, you know, those Rick Barnes loved those. Those August pies, yeah. and and I like the, the the lemon, the blueberry, and the chocolate. Not an apricot guy. He loved the apricot. When Jerry Johnson was the ops director, he would have Jerry contact the August pie people upon delivery, and they would have like he'd take like six home with him. They would set aside some for him to take home before they set the whole big compliment out for the media. He loved he loved the August pies, Cam, which were made uh, in Abilene, by the way. Cam, you uh, you got any weird food allergy or anything like that? Some or something you just can't eat? No, fortunately, I've been blessed where I don't have any any bad food allergies. Like peanut, I don't know what I would do without peanut butter. To hear you don't like peanut butter, Jeff, just blows my mind. I eat peanut butter more peanut. than I eat anything. It's every a texture day. thing. My my daughter loves it. My I had a peanut butter peanut breakfast butter. bar on the way in. Yeah. I love peanut butter. Um, my uh, my late wife. Uh, Laurie loved peanut butter when she was pregnant with any of our four kids. Mm-hmm. Big peanut butter cravings and stuff like that. You that know, and the jumbo taco from Jack in the Box. You know, <laughs> did we really have any of those cravings like that when there's those weird stuff like pickles and ice cream or whatever? You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. But it seemed like when she was pregnant, it seemed like we ate an inordinate amount of pancakes at Cracker Barrel. Ah, there was, you go. But there you go. It was pancakes and cracker barrel. Okay. So see, see Roz, we can't we can't talk about fruit and and healthy things. By the way, Chan, hard or soft pears? Uh, if you've got a the proverbial gun to your head, uh, give me an Asian pear. Oh, you see the nice round golden ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I don't think I've ever had around them. Yeah. Somebody said I'm with you. Melons are about the only things I don't like, especially cantaloupe, honeydew, and watermelon. Yeah, like I said, uh, the honeydew I can kind of take a little bit. Um, because it doesn't taste quite like the others. It's just to me, cantaloupe and watermelon taste the same or similar enough <laughs> to where I don't like it. Like cotton candy grapes, Craig says, uh, John. I don't know about. I don't know if I've had cotton candy grapes. Uh, soft pears or hard pears? Yes, I like them both. I like pears. I always have. I like you know the the pear halves. You know when I was. 
when I was a widower for a time, kind of just me and the dog in the house, I would you know, I would go to the store and I would just I'd load up on pears and sometimes if I didn't want to bother with the produce section, yeah. I'd just go and get some of those canned half pears. I would eat those. <laughs> I like those. I would I would eat those as, as well. Fortunately, so basically and, basically what you're saying is if Linda hadn't come back into your life, you'd be eating a steady diet of canned fruit and potted meat right now. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. You know, and so you know, fortunately, yes, uh, I. I'm, I'm I'm happily married to someone who is a, a a fabulous cook, and sometimes that's not the best thing in the world for my waistline. But but I am eating better than I was in my widower days when I was eating either junk food or media meal and nothing else. Or if I was running up to the Randalls near the house, picking up some canned pears and some you know stuff like that. I don't know that I did too much of the potted meat. Uh, but it was ready like, prep yeah. meals. Put it that so way. I think you're a doomsday, doomsday guy. Like, man, this dude's loading up on spam and yeah, canned he's pears. He's expecting he's pr- the big one to drop he's, at he's any ready moment for the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, he's ready for that to uh, to happen. <laughs> Craig, when the apocalypse happens, will you will you uh, find yourself like a public access radio frequency and do a play by play of the apocalypse? I think it would calm everybody and prepare them more for the inevitable. They'd if I was it. doing play by play of of. The catastrophic events to bring human human civilization as yeah. we know it to an end. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'm in. For like it. we can get a say goodnight to this one if you know cannibals and zombies just start feasting on someone yeah. in your in your line of sight. Yeah, or the big meteor coming in, say goodnight to it. You yeah, know, would that be like off that? There? Yeah, yeah. I think it would. Okay. I think I think it'd bring a calming presence to Gen Pop okay. if you did that. Yeah, yeah. I know I'd feel better about. My demise. All right, I'll keep that in mind there. Somebody, uh, uh, Carolina Sam says, I love just eating peanut butter right out of the jar. I have to have my own jar because my wife hates that I do that. One thing that I, w- I will say this about being uh, married and in an empty nest, because I've got, one, I've got one left in college, but he's only home like, you know, an occasional weekend and mainly in the holidays. And when and when Jason's at home, the collective junk food count in the house skyrockets. Yeah, it does, and the sodas and all that kind of stuff as well. You know, and you walk in there, and there's like you know Mountain Dew Code Red in the fridge. You know, with uh, with red hot corn nuts. Suddenly, the, uh, the oatmeal cream pie is a significant uh, player in the house. The oatmeal cream pie bluebell ice cream, <laughs> which is awesome. By the way, if you had that, it, it, it the count on that goes down quite a bit, but. Um, Lynn and I, because it's just the two of us, um, we drink different milks. She likes complete fat-free milk, and I like 2%. So we'll buy like a half gallon, and the organic stuff lasts longer with some of that. So she'll buy a half gallon. We'll get a half gallon of the fat-free and a half gallon of the 2%. And then we're both just at times just drinking right out of the carton because she drinks out of hers and I drink out of mine. My wife swears she can taste a significant difference between two percent and one percent milk and i'm like the 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 one percentage just point just makes that big of a difference i can taste a little bit of a difference because i i drink two percent pretty regularly i can i can tell the difference between like two percent and whole milk but once you get to two percent and below it's all the same to me but it, I bet you could definitely taste the difference between two percent and fat free less than one percent just fat free really wow okay i said it's all it's all the same at that point okay okay all right. no, that's that's good to know. Uh, chances any pears that is soft is good. Um, he said the uh, Asian pears included. Yeah. Okay. Somebody says try organic almond butter. Uh, good for omega threes. 
Uh, peanuts mostly sixes in the uh, I'm, I'm whole food. I'm gonna be task. forty in September, so I gotta start. I gotta start uh, watching that stuff. Yeah, yeah, Cam, enjoy that metabolism while you got it, sir. Somebody said, so you both drink white water. What's that? I don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think that means like uh, skim milk would be like. Or, oh, or, why why did the skim milk? Two percent is what I prefer. She, she drinks it completely fat free, and and then. Um, and and I'll drink. I prefer two percent, but I can drink one percent. And and boy, you can tell you when you haven't had whole milk in a while, and then you get something like that. Like if I'm on the road with a Longhorn basketball team, men's or women's, and they have like the little cartons of milk and stuff out there, and mm-hmm. they might have like some whole milk out there, but they have some two percent. If I accidentally, if I was getting a bowl of cereal or oatmeal, and I put a little bit of the whole milk, I was like, whoa! Yeah, it's like throwing a thick coating on top of things. Are y'all into the almond milk? Tastes like dirt. I'm not so Oat much milk. into it. Yeah, tastes like dirt. Yeah. Hey, Craig, female listener twenty eight wants to know if uh, we can get another example of your apocalypse play by play. Wow, I had to think about that. You know, that to bring that division. Give Craig a minute to. This is like Craig Way re- recites hip hop lyrics. You can't just give Craig the lyric sheet and uh, tell him to go. Yeah, you got to yeah. put some thought into it. Yeah, do a little research. Yeah, otherwise it just sounds disjointed. Sounds disjointed anyway. All right. Look, uh, if Craig's going to call the apocalypse, he's going to do it in a professional manner. That's exactly prep right. Prep and have brought laminated broadcast charts and the whole deal. Yes, when we're all shaking this mortal coil, when we're here. To the end, at the end of days, it better be scripted out. Nicely. Why do I feel like even at that point you'll have problems getting your broadcast charts printed? Yeah, that might be. And difficult. that'll be a big hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Office Depot might not be open. You think it's a hassle now? Yeah, 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 yeah. You wait and see. All right, uh, Longhorn Notebook coming up next when we continue with Life the Tower on the Horn 1049 AM twelve sixty. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Like the Tower with Craig Way and Jeff Howe. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Okay, I didn't know you were doing Vanilla Ice at first. I thought you were bummed when we heard that since he sampling Queens under pressure there. Ooh, yeah. That's what I thought. Now going with the ice theme for the day. We had a deal the other night. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, in Knoxville during shoot around, uh, they were, they were playing the, the, um, hip hop tune that samples the beat from, uh, Michael McDonald's, I keep forgetting. Mm -hmm. And they were playing it. Warren G and Nate Dog regulate. That's what sampled that. Play, play that one. What is it? Who is it? Warren G and Nate Dog Regulate. Yeah. Okay. So it was like right near the end of Shoot Around. The late, great Nate Dog, by the way. The late, great Nate Dog. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, they were playing that uh, at Shoot Around because, it, like, I, I've mentioned this before, that it, it's quite an eclectic taste between the players and the coaches, what they do, the music during practices and shoot arounds right. that they come. I mean, they're. They're big on that uh, 
Miley Cyrus tuned the party in the USA. They're big on that and uh, some of the other ones as well. And so they have this collection. Is this the one? Yeah. This is the Michael McDonald sample. You got it. Okay. It, it builds up. It doesn't have anything objectionable on it that you don't uh, know. I don't know. Cameron, did you find the uh, clean, clean, clean version? Of course. I'm at first day, okay. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So this is it. Yeah. So you start playing this. And the guys were grooving to it. Yeah, Jeff's grooving on it. And they were doing that. Keep that running. Now pull up Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting. Because I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Not that I hadn't heard this before. I have. Like I said, it's part of the regular play. But the guys were grooving to it. And I said, you know what you're doing here, don't you? I said, you're sampling my Yacht Rock King, you know, with uh, Michael McDonald from, I think, 1982, I believe, it's something like that. Um, with, uh, this is it right here. Yeah. Who I say, he is the king of Yacht Rock. And uh, I think we even have this as bump pack music on Longhorn baseball games. I think <laughs> right here. here he is right here. So I played this off my phone to some of the guys. The fireball, in fact. Like, fireball, here it is, man. <laughs> Here's the jam. It's a little yacht rock there. 99% chance zero of those players have any idea what Michael McDonald is or, or, yacht, or rock what is. yacht Rock is. I'm totally with you. Yep, you're exactly right. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right. Uh, it is uh, uh, time now for a Flex 30 update. And it's, it's significant to point this out on this uh, Flex uh, 30 update. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, here's your uh, Flex 30 update. Everything's canceled. I'm able to play boys basketball tonight, girls basketball tonight. Soccer, varsity matches, and con- competitions and contests canceled due to the inclement and icy weather around the area. That includes that huge big girls basketball game, the rematch between Pflugerville and Hendrickson. Cam Parker, you did the first one, right? Yeah. You, you called that one, right? Yeah, at the very end, too. I'm trying to remember. How did it end? Uh, Hendrickson lost at home for the right. first time to Pflugerville in, I think, since 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, they're supposed to have the big uh, rematch tonight. Yeah, Pflugerville's undefeated, 11-0 and in District right. Not happening. So, they're not playing. And it was going to be televised. Roger Wallace and uh, Zay Collier on the call, but it won't happen uh, tonight. So, schools are working to redo their district schedules some are have already uh, a few have rescheduled for thursday but now of course the icy conditions i'm already hearing that most of the schools are going to be closed uh tomorrow as well so tamar school is closed tomorrow right i don't i don't know they made the call yet but i'm anticipating it's going that way okay all right so there it is there's your flex 30 
update, which leads us from that right into our second hour, Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bauer Sock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at BowerSockTeam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, BowerSockTeam.com. Big 12 schedule release, Craig. Here we go. Only, what, three months too late? I don't, for some reason, I remember this thing just released like in October usually. Used to be. They ran it right to the deadline. The deadline is February 1st. So here it is January 31st. Yeah. Yeah. At 1 p.m. Um, is that a Brett Yormark thing? No. That's a, as we discussed, that's a TV partners. No. Thing. But let me tell you what a Brett Yormark, Yormark thing is. We got a media, re- we got a release uh, from the from the Big 12 Conference. You talk about your world upside down. The Big 12 basketball tournament in Kansas City. Oh, is this the, is this the hammer dropping? How about this? I but, heard this at media days. If this is what where I think the hammer about is dropping on the writers. Yes. Yep. They've sold all of the courtside seats, uh, and so there's no press row really for writers. They're yeah. up in the corners, I guess, or the, they said uh, press box, the hockey press the, box, woo, way up, at the way top. up there. Yeah. They are leaving the radio networks down on the floor. You boy, you talk about the KU writers were teed off something fierce. I bet they were. When that news started circulating. I bet they were. And and, and the the writers used to be far better accommodated than the broadcast media in the days going, especially back to the old Kemper Arena days. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, what they used to do is they would alternate. They would only put two radios on the floor and put two up in the suite to call the game. And I was really, I was really not happy with that at all. And I said to the Big 12's uh, media relations director for basketball, I said, "What are you doing? Why, why are there two on the floor?" And he said, "Well, we're doing it by seating." I said, "Oh, so let me get this straight. Because the team I broadcast for is not as good as the others. You're punishing me. Is that right?" <laughs> and he said, "Well, we're not looking at it that way." I said, "How else can you look at it? That's what you're doing." Well, you know. Uh, and he mentioned about the late Bob Barry, who was the voice of Oklahoma at the time, and the late Larry Zimmer, who was the voice of Colorado. And he said, Bob Barry and Larry Zimmer like it? I said, yes. They're incontinent old men who like having the bathroom nearby. <laughs> By the way, I now understand <laughs> with regard to that. But uh, so they took care of the riders much more than than the than the broadcast teams. I said, we have to be there to call it. The tables have turned now. I was surprised. This is exactly why I'm not going to Kansas City. So is that why? Because you'd have, have to sit in the hockey box? I'll have a well I've never been, but that crushed any hope any thought of going. I'm like, why would I pay to sit in the nosebleed section when yeah. thanks to Tom McKay and A V consultations, yep. I've got a much better setup at home. Sure. To yeah. watch the Big 12 tournament. Listen, we all got conditioned to that through the pandemic. Look, I'm going to keep, for travel, I'm going to keep my powder dry for the NCAA tournament. There you go. Because Good call. we're going to have to, it's going to be a hike wherever. The Jeff, first, if, the first Longhorns, if the Longhorns are sent to Greensboro, I'm, I'm taking you to Stamey's Barbecue. We're going, I'm gonna, we're look, going if I'm going to have to go to Greensboro, I'm going to eat something. To you're going to eat Stamey's Barbecue and you're going to eat Yum Yum Ice Cream. I'm all about if it. If they're in Greensboro. I'm just you, saying. You've never steered me wrong on a food. Go to Birmingham. We'll go to Dreamland. Barbecue. Got to go there uh, in Tuscaloosa, the original one there. Have you know. to go to Dreamland. Yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Birmingham England, as I found Birmingham, out. England. Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, 
Anyway, so there's found out my wife's got the day off tomorrow. See, there you go. Um, Big 12 schedule release. Yes. Here's what we kind of what we know, what we expect to happen when this thing gets released at one o'clock. We talked about it. That report from the Houston Chronicle that came out Mm -hmm. last late summer, early fall. You and I both heard we talked about it. It's very much expected Texas will play at Houston at some point. Yep. Did you see the TCU schedule leak last night? I did not. Okay. So that backed up the Chronicle report because the Chronicle report from Joseph Duarte mm-hmm. way back when it was released, in addition to that Texas game, it said U of H's first conference game would be against TCU. That TCU-U of H game was the Big 12 opener for both teams uh, on that TCU schedule. Uh-huh. So we can expect Texas to, to go to Houston. Um, I was told last night by some folks who would know, mm-hmm. uh, it's expected Texas will go to Waco for the return game against Baylor. Okay. We know the OU game is is going to be in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Craig, you're expecting on this schedule? Well, uh, again, in visiting with Tony Caridi, the voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, he told me that he had heard Texas was definitely coming to West Virginia okay. uh, for the return game there. Now, I'd heard some rumblings. Oh, TCU is the other road trip for Texas. Okay, makes sense. I'd heard some rumblings in addition to the Texas playing at Houston. That's like one of the worst-kept secret things. Yes. Yeah. I'd also heard that Texas, and I heard Aaron kind of allude to this, will not be going to Stillwater. That's, I mean, somebody's got to fall off. Because two have to come off and two come on. They're going to play two of the four. And I'm guessing uh, – no trip to Ames either. That I don't know. It would make sense if you're going to Houston, you're going to Waco, you're going to Fort Worth, and mm-hmm. you're going to Morgantown. Mm-hmm. That's your four road games. OU's a neutral site, and then you get four home games for a nine-game schedule. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the OU game counts as a home or road, and it counts as a... It would be a home for Texas this year. Would it be home? Yeah. Okay, see? So that's one more road okay. game. So that's one more road game. And I think the one more road game, again, uh, is one of the two newbies. One is one is Houston, like we said. Um I'm almost willing so then so then there pro- most likely will be no trip to Ames. Yeah, if they're going if they're going to Orlando or Provo or Cincinnati. I'm, I'm guessing we're swapping in terms of we the Royal We in terms of the media traveling. I'm guessing we're swapping out Ames and going to Provo. That's my that's, That's a very guess. reasonable guess. I have this weird feeling in my bones it'll be Cincinnati. Okay. But but the logic would say Provo. I just think the, the Sark tie yeah, is yeah, the yeah. only time Texas yeah. in the foreseeable future yeah. is going to have a chance Makes to go to Provo. Makes all the sense. Makes all the sense in the world. It's it the 10-year really anniversary of the game where Manny Diaz got tarmacked. It's, it's, there's a yeah. lot of lot of symmetry. Tarmacked. Okay. And it's the best picture of Rod Babers during his sideline reporting that exists. Because yeah. there's a picture, I'm sure everybody's seen it. If you go to the Longhorn Blitz SoundCloud page, uh, it's Matt Butler made that the header. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of Mac Brown, Manny Diaz, and Dwayne Aquina. And Manny just looks like just deer in the headlights because he knows what the deal is. And you just kind of see Rod in the background like, this ain't getting fixed. Nope. Like Manny's almost telling Mac, I'll get it fixed. And it's almost like Rod's just peering in like, this ain't getting fixed. Yeah. So a big Crip fan says, is the Houston game in NRG or slumming it? No, it'll be at, what is it, T-D-E-C-U Stadium? Which it's, it for Texas fans that don't know, they tore down the old Robertson Stadium. The old erector they've built, set. They've built a new a new stadium. It's kind of one of the, you know, what I would consider kind of a new age cookie cutter type mm-hmm. stadium. It doesn't have a lot of character to it, but it's it's nice. Hey, 
it's a lot better than what it was before the old Robertson Stadium, the old uh, originally Jeppesen Stadium. Before that was Houston Public Schools Stadium. It's where the Oilers played in the early days. That's where the 1962 AFL championship game was played between the Dallas Texans and the Houston Oilers. And when double OT with the Texans winning 2017, then packing up and moving to Kansas City to become the Chiefs. I'm going to get there early enough to where I can make a stop at Frenchie's, which is right yeah, there. Yeah, right sure there. it is. you got to drive there by the ninth ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to do that. Absolutely. So that's it. I mean, so basically what, what you're down to for Texas road trips is Baylor, TCU, Houston, West Virginia, according to what Tony Creedy told you, yeah. probably a wild card. One of the one of the noobs. one of the noobs, probably. And Provo, I'm you're probably, BYU. Yeah, that probably makes it. We're gonna find out at one o'clock though. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. It does sound like Texas Tech is prepared to come to Austin, mm-hmm. so that that return bout will be happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing the league would want the K State Texas game. Uh, I'm guessing that'll that'll stay. Yeah, you would think. I guess I would think one of the two Kansases would drop off. That would be my my guess, but maybe they both stay on. I don't know. Yeah. Craig, out of the new additions, which stadiums have you been to calling a game? Two of the four. Uh, no, Bounce house? It, it, well, it, it, two of the four is the correct answer because I haven't done a game in TDECU Stadium. Mm-hmm. I have not done a game at the old Robertson Stadium, the old Erector set from the 2001 where they, you know, and all those seats that were deemed unsafe. I, I, we had some texters, or not texters, but posters on the flagship message board at Horns 24-7. People still mad. they saying, yeah, I had to watch the game inside Hoffine's Pavilion on a big screen. Yeah, it's when the law said we will never go there again uh, afterwards. Uh, it mentioned that. And uh, they tore that one down. And not only that, it was a horrible place to broadcast from. We had scratched, smeared plexiglass in front of us. <laughs> And a and a, a corrugated like lip that went out from the deal, so you couldn't see the near sideline. And I felt bad for Bill Shoning because that was his last year doing the play by play, and we're both in the booth, and it's raining, and it's smearing coming down, and he's looking, and he and he misidentified. He was so mad at himself, he misidentified uh, Sloan Thomas as B.J. Johnson was at one point because it was on the near uh, sideline. Was this Dane Dimmel or Kim Helton coaching Houston? That would have been, I'm pretty sure Helton. Okay, at the at that point. Yeah. So, anyway, it was not good. All right. Uh, we'll be back to a wrap-up today. Does Alabama count? Only as a non-conference game. Does It doesn't count towards your Big 12 home yeah. game. Count. Uh, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Life the Tower on the Horn. NMLS number 1326-241. Craig Way and Jeff Howe light the tower. All I He says, no, not Texas killer BYU. I still have nightmares. We'll see what happens. I mean, it could be BYU coming to Austin. So, yeah. Because for some of those schools, it'll be their only chance to get to Austin right. or Norman. So, yeah. you, just, you know, split them up. Or Central Florida is being reverted. Uh, it came to your question. Central Florida was the other one. Uh, BYU and Central Florida, the two places where a broadcast from were Texas. Uh, the aforementioned infamous 2013 loss to BYU where Taysom Hill ran over, around, and through the Longhorns that night. And 07, they played Central Florida. It was a two-for-one deal. And 
Max said, it was the stupidest thing I agreed to, <laughs> was to agree to uh, for their game in Orlando to be as they opened their brand new stadium at the time, Bright House Network Stadium. The bounce house, right? It's the bounce house. It is now FBC Mortgage Stadium. Yeah. 45,000 seats. It's a lot like Baylor's stadium, except without the, the lid thing on the top in seating capacity and stuff like that. Yeah, when you drive by McLean from 35, it looks like a giant toilet seat. Lid. I've heard people yeah. say that. At least what's yeah. sitting on the top. It's I'll tell you what, it's a great broadcast booth in that in that stadium at McLean. A great broadcast booth. Not so much at uh, what was then Bright House Network Stadium. Small booth and um, it, we it, and they had no uh, TV monitors in there, which was kind of weird for a stadium whose naming rights were sold to a cable television network. You know, that blew me away the first time I covered Texas OU. There was no Wi-Fi in the press box. Yeah. Like, AT&T sponsors this game. <laughs> how does that How does that happen? Or, at the then-name Carrier Dome in Syracuse, got a different name now, no air conditioning. Oh, did the Carrier, Carrier Dome change names? Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike Coulter, our studio anchor, was... Uh, uh, was he had the to remind JMA himself? Wireless That's it. Dome. Wow, how uninspiring is that? Yeah, exactly. So uh, Orlando was uh, uh, was the other place that I'd gone to, and that was also when they had, when the thunderstorm blew through in the middle of the third quarter, and the rain was coming in sideways through the windows, mm-hmm. and that was the one time, the one time when I didn't laminate my broadcast charts. As great as those charts are, the one thing they are not is waterproof. <laughs> Colors start running. I'm holding it in my laps. Never again. I'm going to do that. All right. Tomorrow, I am supposed to be in Morgantown, West Virginia, for the Texas women's basketball team. As far as we know right now, the travel plan is still to go out this afternoon. As far as we know, Sark's press conference is taking place at 11 tomorrow. Okay. If it changes and it's on Zoom or whatever, I don't know. We'll. So basically, nothing is set in stone for tomorrow. As far as we know, Jeff Howe is supposed to be here tomorrow as well. So we'll see how that all goes for our man behind the glass, our producer, Cam Parker, and former co-host Jeff Howe. I'm Craig. Thanks for joining us. What was it with you next time on Light the Tower?